Hey everybody, how's it going? Sean here with uh, Matters of Thriving. I'm Jasmine. And, uh, you know, we, start, we started this podcast because we're, we're building a community and we're, we're looking for people to build this community with. And it's going to be a collection of people, resources, tools, and education to help people grow uh, and make an impact. And um, we're also going to be talking about building up several streams of revenue and um, I, I would like to just kind of share some of these things that we're working on with you guys. But uh, first, let's talk about health because uh, we believe that health is your first vehicle to get anything you want in life. And if your health is not in line or in tune, you're going to be limited to what you can do uh, as an entrepreneur or even just a person in general, right? Because we all have energy tanks and whatever fuel you put in is a result you get out. And if you put in bad fuel, your fuel runs out quicker. So we're going to talk to you about some things we've learned about health um, in general. Um, Jasmine is uh, an, an excellent massage therapist. She, she knows more about human anatomy than uh, most people I know. Um, and her expertise in plant medicine is, is excellent. So she's definitely a good resource to have. How's it going, Jasmine? Hi. I love hearing you talk about building bridges in the community. It's truly one of my favorite things about you. And it was clear that you were able to do that very early. So thank you for that. Mm -hmm. um, so your body is your first vehicle on earth. You cannot be on earth without a body. And the problem with that is that we are not taught that at all in school. Here's your chocolate milk filled with cow tranquilizers horse tranquilizers it's dairy it's horrible no, well i mean let's let's even cut it back a notch even just talking about schooling right the, the the point is that we are conditioned to think a certain way and we are conditioned and conditioned and conditioned between media and school and just uh the news and and everything else it's just we are literally we're, we're being molded to think and 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 act a certain way so um, we want to inspire people to take the blinders off and stop zoning in on directly what's in front of you, this one thing, and let's get a little more conscious and more, um, um, what's the word? Higher vibrational. Everything on earth is about vibration, okay? And that vibration for us, because our body is our first vehicle and our body is made of 80% water, our vibration can be primarily controlled by water. So instead of chocolate milk, we should be drinking more water. <laughs> so water, water plays a massive role in health, right? And this is like back to basics, one, two, three. But at the end of the day, if we go to another planet looking for life, What's the very first thing we look for? Water. Because water is the essence of life. And we are mostly water. So um, if I had my Alexa on right now, I'd ask how many people are dehydrated. It's a crazy amount. It's like 74% of the population in America yeah. is dehydrated. And America, for the most part, has access to, quote unquote, clean drinking water. So um, that's crazy. You know, why are we dehydrated? Why are we making decisions that are making our bodies not perform well? And then... You know, not drinking enough water turns into our bodies feeling a certain way. Our our minds get get uh, foggy. Um, and then it's the poor me mindset of oh, oh, 
I must just feel this way because I'm me. There's nothing that I can do about it. So more than likely, we're, we're going to end up doing a specific podcast just for water because it's such a big topic and there's so many different aspects of how you should use that to benefit your healing journey. But let's just say a couple basics like uh, the water that you choose to drink is important. Uh, the containers that you drink the water out of is also important. You want to stay away from plastic as much as possible. Um, another thing is... Uh, you know, if you're trying to get hydrated, you want you don't want to chug water. You want to take small sips of warm or room temperature water while sitting down, because when you're sitting down, the water will actually process through your kidneys, um, and it's just a, a lot more efficient process for you to absorb the water instead of it just running through you. Uh, so, any other tips about water? Like, um, hmm, this is purely jasmine math. But if any of you out there drink coffee okay first of all i have literally had someone tell me that the water in their coffee counts towards their hydration that, that is man. false that, that is false that was my dad that is wrong okay He's coffee goes into your body any caffeine any but coffee is one of the worst because it's usually combined with sugar which is also a stimulant and um dairy which is it that slows your body's processing down so that's not good. You've got counteractive ingredients going in here. And then what they do when they get to your brain is they light everything up. All of a sudden, everything is extremely important right now. And that's how your blood starts to flow as well. Your breathing starts to go up. Um, but furthermore, guys, back to the water being the primary conductor of your being here, um, it makes that water vibrate and then you burn through that water. You're not sweating necessarily, you're just talking. But you're burning through water, so you have to replace that water. Um, so for every one cup of coffee, I suggest four more cups of water. Yeah, water plays a massive, massive role, guys. And here's the thing, so here's where we're messing up. We're taking, we're taking horrible things like soda, uh, pasteurized juice, or, you know, things that just aren't man-made things that aren't good for you. And we're drinking it cold with ice with a big greasy meal. So like as Americans... Constricts. Yes. The, first of all, cold fluid in general will constrict everything in your stomach. But then you throw in some high fructose corn syrup that's in the pop and the carbonation and everything else that's not good for you. And you're slowing down your digestive process with cold liquid that has got horrible ingredients. So you're jamming everything up and you're not you're restricting your bowel movements. And all that food, the longer it sits in you, the more likely the toxins are going to go into your bloodstream. So that's, I'm, like I said, we're going to do a whole episode about water because it's such a big, um, important factor. But another thing that we're going to be covering is going to be... Um, you know, cooked in uh, the dangers of, of, of processed foods, right? So, like, everything on, on the shelf is processed, right? And um, you want to give life to your body. A lot of times, if you eat uh, plants, anything grown from the earth that God created, you're giving essence and life to your body. Um, you're giving nutrients to your body. You're giving love to your body, sunlight and the dirt. It's, it's got every aspect of life in it already. Um, and these are the foods that are going to boost your vibration and help you just perform better as a person in general. Um, processed foods are, are really horrible for you. And in my, my opinion, like the root cause of most disease these days. Um, so we're going to get into that as well, because there's, that's just a, a huge topic to cover. 
Um, re really passionate about gut health and how um, how your gut's your second brain, and it's just a it's a big part of maintaining your gut health is just a crucial crucial part of your overall well being. And we're gonna get really really into depth with that, you know, in, in future episodes and give you some real clear pointers and you know like how to guides to basically help you process your food better and um, achieve. It's not even just about achieving optimal health, right? Because that's just one part of it. The, the bigger part is maintaining that. Like you want to be able to maintain your health and that's what we're here to do. We are here to guide you and take you on that trip so we could help you operate at your highest level, you know, and um, hopefully be a part of our community. So. Um, yes. So you guys, when we eat, um, what are we fueling? Uh, unfortunately, as a culture, it seems like we're all on the experience diet. I'm gonna go and I deserve this. Or it's time for this. Or it's my cheat day. Like, I'm <laughs> you guilty. got. So that's emotional eating, okay? Eating is not an emergency. You have to eat so many times per day. And some doctors would argue that you don't even have to do that. Fasting is a thing, right? When you eat, there is a purpose. You are fueling your body to carry you through the day. And what that means is you're giving your body adequate building blocks so that it can replace the amount of cells that it has to replace every single day. That number is in the trillions, I believe, for every single day. Or you have trillions of cells. It's, it's not a number. What I'm getting at is thank goodness that you don't consciously have to remember to reprogram all of those cells on your own and that your body will do it automatically if you give it the right building blocks to do it through your eating choices. Crucial, crucial, crucial part of the puzzle is what you eat and what you put in your body, how you feel it. And we're going to go ahead and, and like I said, go in really into depth on that in future episodes. We just want to kind of give you a rundown of you know, like when it comes to the health aspect, what we're going to be enlightening people about, because uh, there's some, some big problems in our culture, and this isn't just, you know, I have so many friends and family that are sick. People are sick, mentally, physically, spiritually, people are beat up and worn out, and we have some good um, pieces of the puzzle that collectively, when you put them together, you operate at a different playing field. Um, another big part of it when it comes to health, and this is just my opinion based off of my experience, uh, you know, the, the pharmaceutical industry, there's there's a time and a place for Western medicine, but uh, it's overprescribed. Interventions and emergencies. Yeah, it's it's overprescribed, and, you know, they're, they're, they're making these, these uh, prescriptions with toxic ingredients that cause other reactions in your body that you need more prescriptions for, and it's a vicious cycle. And... Uh, I can speak on this from experience uh, when I go into my story and you guys understand the, the experience I had going through the medical field and, uh, you know, being in a pretty bad car accident and also getting hit by a drunk driver. So I've, I've had my fair share of recovering and going through the uh, hospital system and the medical system and the prescriptions. And God, I am so glad that I was able to break free from that. And I want to inspire people to have that same feeling of breakthrough that I had because it's so powerful. Like uh, the, the feeling of freedom I was able to get when I got off prescriptions was amazing. And my life has escalated dramatically after that, like just new heights. So that's a big part of it that we're going to be going over too is, you know, and that's the point, you know, the more that we, you could 
factor in nutrition as a medicine and water as a medicine or a tool and you could get less of those prescriptions out that you don't like kind of weed them out you know you don't want to just stop taking your prescriptions but you should have some sort of angle in mind because prescriptions treat symptoms not problems so th there is no angle in mind for them their angle is to give you more prescriptions so our angle is to figure out how to start reducing some of those for you or with you or you know however that might look and figuring out how to give life to your body and have your body operate at the level you need it to without prescriptions. That's a big part of it because it's, it's a form of suppression. When I, when I got free from prescription drugs, I realized I was suppressed, not just physically, but mentally. I was trapped and I didn't even know it. I thought I was doing all right. But the truth is I was extremely dependent on my prescriptions and I didn't think I had a problem because it was dependency, not addiction. It's the same fucking cup of tea. It's the same thing. But I looked at it a certain way to justify it because I didn't want to. I was scared to put in that work to get off the prescription drugs because I was just told repeatedly that I would need them to live a comfortable life. And I believe that. You know, so anyways, that's a big part of it, guys. Uh, the, the prescriptions in, in our country is really making a big negative impact. And there is a time and place. Please don't get offended. Um, I'm not telling you that your prescriptions are not important. Um, I'm just trying to enlighten people and let them know that oftentimes there is a better way. And we network with some of the most amazing functional medicine doctors and holistic healers and just people in that field where we have gathered so much information that we need the world to know because there's just a serious problem going on you know and we have uh some good solutions anything you'd like to add to that i've heard a lot of versions of this and this is my favorite one so far uh you know we knew that we were going to have doctors in the network within an hour and a half of meeting each other and then we we're both like wait what what network and we're like didn't we just meet a couple hours ago? Shit. <laughs> yeah, it's going good. And, um, you know, these are just some of the things we're going to be talking about. I, I also, I, I want to I dig really deep into entrepreneurship. Now, if you don't have any desire to be an entrepreneur, it's not just about entrepreneurship. This is about massive growth and what can we build and who can we become, right? And how can we achieve our highest self? How can we achieve what we want to achieve in life, which a lot of times is just happiness. What is happiness? Well, for me personally, happiness is when I set a goal and accomplish a goal. I feel accomplished. If I start to feel depressed or upset, I write down who I want to be. And then I write a series of goals how to get to that person. I set the goals with the end in mind and then set a series of short goals to get to that end goal. And once you have that all on paper and you start going through your list and you're crossing all that off, you feel free again. So... Yes. This is about growth and entrepreneurship specifically. The thing is that I was talking about us being conditioned as a culture, right? And we're told to like get good grades, go to college, get a good job. Everyone's in debt. And it doesn't matter what road you choose to take. Some people are, are succeeding, you know, but there's a lot of people that are working very, very hard to just get by. And those people have families that account on them. And now if those people, their bosses say, hey, work's closed today and they don't get income, what are they going to do, right? Because they're dependent on that one source of income. And it might be a good job. It might be a good you know, opportunity per se. But if that's your only 
way of making money. What happens when you get quarantined and you're non-essential? You're out of work. How are you going to pay the bills? Like, there's just so many things, you know, there's so many reasons why you should not rely on just one source of income. And that's the whole purpose of this podcast is to get and build a community of people, tools, and resources that all want growth. If we all want growth and we're all building this thing together, and now we're all making an impact together, we're all making an income together, and then we could take that income and make a bigger impact and make more money, and we could just be a one big collective source of people making an impact and people generating revenue. Sharing healthy people. Healthy people. <laughs> Sharing tools. Hey, I got this tool. Help me with this skill set. Here you go. Hey, uh, I learned this or I met this person yesterday. He does this. He's a doctor in this field. He can speak on this stage over there. You guys should connect. Like whatever it is, we're connecting the dots and building a community where we're stronger as a collective. We're stronger as a team. So let's build it. And let's find some people that want to get inspired and learn about growth and learn about income and learn about tax write-offs and learn about functional medicine and, and how to heal the body naturally. Like, let's build something everlasting and evergreen together. That's the goal. Well, do you have anything else to say? Because, I mean... <laughs> well, I'd like to go back to the um, proposed issue of if you're a non-essential worker... I'm hearing different things. It's either going to expire and we're all going to go back to work like next week or the week after, or um, certain people are going to go back. But what uh, another thing that I'm hearing right now is that schools are not planning on returning in a lot of places. That means that maybe your job wants you to come back. Your daycare is not allowed to open. And... Your kids are at home. Your school isn't opening. Your kids are at home. Who's watching them? That's your job. That's your job. So that's another potential where you could be hit with another layer of crisis. You guys, unfortunately, uh, the way the law of attraction works is once we start down certain paths, there's nothing that you can do except for hold on and 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 keep planning for what the next obstacle is. And it could be obstacle course after obstacle course. Some are gonna be easy, some are gonna be hard. But that's why your money has to be bigger than those things, okay? Like, to think that you can only rely on one source, there's there's not just one person relying on you right now. There's not just one factor that also, like, if you think about it, guys, life should be like a funnel, okay? Let's say you're at the top of your funnel. How small is your funnel going to be if you can only take care of this many problems? Like, this many problems for the next 40 years, that's not going to happen. That's not how life works. That's not what we're here to do. That's not how growth works. Your funnel, you have to continuously grow this so that you can keep... Because people are going to keep having babies. You think you love your kids? Imagine how you're going to feel about your grandchildren. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, we're getting at the 20-minute mark, and that's the allocated time for today's podcast. Um, I just wanted to kind of do, and this is just the beginning. I mean, I just want to do a brief overview of what we're about and what this podcast is about. And I really look forward to growing with you guys 
And um, please, if there's any topics that you want us to cover, um, we love to interact. So just let us know and uh, we'll get back to you. And, and um, yeah, welcome to our community, guys. I'm, I'm glad to have you guys. And I look forward to uh, building something massive and, and growing with you guys. Bye. Bye. Hello, Matters of Thriving. This is Jasmine here with a little content drop for you. Um, <clears throat> so, enzymes are a wonderful thing because they allow us to keep the things that we know we really should let go of. And it reduces the impact that those things have. For example, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. I justify those because if you look at the original recipe, they're actually gluten-free. Yep, yep, there's one good thing about them, they are gluten-free. But you guys, peanuts are the worst crop on the planet. And I'm not exactly sure about all the science that has earned them that title, but I understand it. So if you want to understand it, I invite you to go research it. But I'm not going to talk about that just right now. Um, so enzymes do not solve everything though, guys. And a really good example came up for me in my life this week. We made s'mores and we used like an off-brand chocolate and off-brand marshmallows and off-brand graham crackers. And nothing was healthy about those off-brands. They weren't gluten-free, they weren't soy-free, they weren't whatever, and they might still not, excuse me, have those things. But here's the thing for me, I took a DNA test recently and they said that I should not be consuming chocolate, period. So to consume an off-brand on top of it, that was a chemical shitstorm for my body. And no amount of water or enzymes that I took to try and process that down kept my body from throwing it off in the most painful way that I've ever experienced throwing up in my life. <laughs> so guys, the lesson here is that enzymes do not handle everything, okay? You cannot take enzymes and eat the worst of the worst of the worst for yourself and still expect to be balanced and healthy. You have to make the lifestyle change. And that's why I have the coaching to back up our products. It's one thing to have the most amazing products in the world. It's a whole other thing to be able to transform people into actually being able to use the most amazing products to their highest ability. So, you know, and I've been doing a lot of thinking lately about life expectancy. You know, on average, people expect to be able to live until they're 100. But that's based on not all of the right things to base that decision on. And if you really look and listen to the stories that you have in your head of people dying recently, we are dying younger and younger, and we have more health problems in the people who walk this planet right now than we ever had. had. And so much of it is generational, but not just by DNA, guys, because your DNA variations are actually, like, if you put all of the strains of DNA next to each other, 
you take your mom and your dad, and they each give, like, over 50 pairs, over 50 halves of their pairs, and then your parent, your other parent does the same, there's a lot of different combinations that could come. So it's not about the DNA, guys. It's about the health of the overall cells, the sperm cell and the egg cell. And, like, the woman... She's born with her eggs, so every decision that is made for her or by her, for her health, from the time she is born, affects her children. And every decision for a man, it's about what he was born with, but it's also about his decisions in the last four to six months, in the last year, in the last seven years. Your body, for men and women, is composed of the cells that it has birthed in the last seven years. Whoever you were beyond seven years ago at a cellular level is irrelevant. Your tissues have completely reorganized and regenerated. So, just because the last seven years was a certain way doesn't mean that the next seven have to be a certain way. You can write your narrative and your health and, and all of it. You have control of every, everything, guys. Everything. And at a minimum, if you can't control something like the rest of the world and what it's doing, you can control your response to that. You can still do what's in best interest for your highest self, even with the new detail that cannot be changed or edited. So, yeah, the coaching program right now, I am structuring what it would look like in the group setting. You know, at first I got hyper-focused on what the one-on-one -on -one setting would look like. And then I got hyper-focused on what it would look like to only work with one person for my most extravagant rate and give them the most extravagant care and coaching possible. And then I realized that really I needed to take all of those things and scale them down in some areas and up in others and just create a, a group coaching package that's affordable for a lot of people so that I can make the most impact for the most people as fast as possible. You know, if I did the one-on-one -on -one setting, there would definitely be a waiting list. Once the content is rolling as fast as I would like it to, and um, everyone understands more of what Matters of Thriving is about, there's going to be a waiting list for one-on-one. -on -one. So this first group is so crucial as a pilot program. I'm organizing um, a video library for you guys so that you all have a record of basically what you're agreeing to. So what you can hold each other accountable for, for what I can hold you accountable for, for what you can hold me accountable for. These are the standards all in one place. This is what Matters of Thriving is about. This is what we're going to accomplish together. For you, for me, for the betterment of everyone in this world. And so beyond the video platform, so that's going to take up some time and you guys can definitely interact while you're going through that material, and I'll be on there interacting as well, and other people who have experienced transformations from Matters of Thriving's existence, they'll be on there. 
So then the final element too is I think we're going to do group coaching call. Uh, I don't know how often we would do that, but I would want to connect with each of you still on the one-on-one basis for the purposes of, you know, making my muscles in that department really strong, but also to grow our relationship beyond the group setting so that you can see what the benefits of working one-on-one with me are. And I want you to have the best transformation possible out of your time invested here because that's what Matters of Thriving is about. We want people to, no matter what your life expectancy is, we want you to have the highest quality of life. We want you to be able to spend your time as wise as possible. So that one-on-one time allows me to give you more wisdom that's customized to your situation. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Um, Definitely still want to keep enzymes on your tool belt. I think every American who is not eating plant-based more than 75% of the time needs to have enzymes in their tool belt because it is vital to your quality of life. (laughs) So if you need to get that ordered, please let me know and I will get you the link. Uh, And that's what I have. So thank you for listening and we will chat soon. What's up, Matters of Thriving community? This is Jasmine coming to you, and tomorrow is my birthday. I will be 27. Um, so that's actually more like in like 12 hours, because I was born like at 1.34 in the morning or some kind of crap like that. So, um, yeah, so I'm doing all kinds of thinking, as I normally do around my birthday, and um, I came across the question of, Why would someone spend all of their time, energy, resources, relationships, etc. on fixing the world? Why would someone do that? Why is that what I did? Why did I spend the last eight or nine years now collecting and collaborating tools, resources, service providers, education? Why did I do that? And it's because from a young age, I was blessed with the perspective of wanting to help people resolve their pain, whatever that pain may be. And sometime around 2014, 2015 or so, I decided that there were six areas of life that people typically have pain in, physical, social, cognitive, financial, environmental, and spiritual. And spiritual is usually a collection of all the other things, right? So let's start with the other five and see if we can make a shift. Now at the time, guys, in 2015, that was two years before we added the financial branch for real. Like, I don't know what my plan was if someone had come to me with financial problems, which honestly, you know what? The financial problems have always been there. Someone's always had them around me. Not problems, but goals. Things to overcome. 
Um, so that was two years before I had the tools, resources, or service providers for that scenario. And yes, we left a speaker outside by the pool and it still works, so that's cool. Won't be a financial scenario. <laughs> um, Alright, so yeah. And gosh, I have so much to be grateful for beyond what has happened since putting those six, it used to be called pillars, it was called lots of things, but most recently, it's called the Matters of Thriving. And those are the areas that you have to work through and build through in order to thrive. And people are further away or closer to, depending on where they start. Not everyone is going to have to address their physical healing, physical thriving first. But it is a great place to start for most people because the masses right now are obviously having some physical health concerns. So much of the magic lies in choices that you make multiple times a day. And those choices, you shouldn't be mad on anyone else for what they have to offer. You should simply be mad that you don't know how to make that decision for yourself. And it's evident when you don't know how to make that decision for yourself because you're walking around unhealthy, super concerned about every little which thing, um, and you're not balancing it all. Like, listen, I know people who've got like autoimmune disorders, right? Or recent organ transplants, things like that. Things that generally mean that they're at the doctor's office multiple times a month sometimes. And they also have to work, or maybe it's their kids that are sick, and whatever, right? You guys. So many people in that situation, I see them saying, well, fuck the job, I have to be there for my kids, or I have to be there for myself. You can't necessarily do that, because who's going to support you? And I don't want that to be the truth all the time. That's why we have the financial branch. We have the education and the tools and the people to empower you to build something called generational wealth so that if your great-grandchildren have autoimmune disorders and their parents can't work, then they have money to lean on. That's how much money we actually have the ability to create for our families. And yet, so many other things Like, how much do you really care about your family? How much? It shows in your finances. Uh, there's some stigmas out there that I am sick and tired of. I'm sick and tired of us gaining power through cutting people off, or gaining power through um, hurting someone, or gaining power through, like, loving yourself. Like... And, and what I mean by that, you do gain power by loving yourself, but in a different way than what I mean right now. Like, if you're saying, well, I just don't need this in my life, and I'm just going to do this for me, like, oh my goodness. You should be doing a lot of things for you, but um, 
what good is that if you end up completely alone? So, I definitely didn't want to end up alone. That's why I went on to create this life that I live now. Um, I have two stepchildren and one walking and talking bio child and one in my belly. <laughs> Surprise, if you didn't know that. Um, it's really early, so we haven't told too many people. But if you get to find out because you listen to this podcast, then you are special and you definitely deserve to know because you're actually out there listening to what we have to say. And anyone who does that definitely deserves a spot in our life. So thank you for that. Um, so yeah, at this point, we're, we're super solid in ourselves and we're helping the community. We're helping some superstars that are like hidden gems in the community pop out on top in terms of turning people's health around. And that's how I know that that department is good to go. And I'm about to stir up some stuff in the next year with this financial stuff. For so long, our, our accident together, we got ran over by a truck. That was almost four years ago now. And I will tell you that for so long out of that time period, I felt like nobody was going to listen to what we had to say about finances anyways, because we were such a financial wreck. Like, you know... You can call yourself broke or you can call yourself woke. And once you're woke, the way you manage money is just a very carefree but still caring way. Like, it's more important that you eat every single day, okay? Let me be the first to tell you that. It's more important that you have somewhere to live. It's more important that you have something to drive. And I'm talking about in comparison to things like medical bills and bankruptcy and loans that were unsecured and things like that. You guys, I made all those mistakes early on in my entrepreneurship career. The same week I, we got ran over by a truck was the same week my bankruptcy was finalized. And I started my bankruptcy off with even more debt because just things... You know, if you're going to get run over by a truck, make sure it's a commercial truck. That's what I'll tell you. But please don't. <laughs> um, so, physical, we, we are so in check there. We have so many practitioners ready to help you. There is no reason for you to be sick, in pain, or overweight if you have reached this podcast material. We have all the people and all the things. And we've got all the right considerations in alignment as well. Down to, you know, people think like it's about what's in your supplements. Well, I think it's about what's in your supplements, but I also think it's about the process that it took for it to become supplements. And I also think that it's about how those ingredients were grown. And if they weren't grown, you shouldn't be taking the supplement. And another thing to watch out for in supplements is animal-based versus plant-based. You want to stick with plant-based supplements is what I will say for the length of the sake of this video for the length sake of this video um, and then social so we're building a massive community guys and it's all about um, like who cares about the government 
in terms of like if it's going to be a new world order or things like that like sure there's time for us to talk about that too but for the most part we need to worry about like being the new type of human population like like I said there is no reason for us to be fat sick and in pain that's one layer there's no reason for us to be broke especially if you're woke you know better you know if you call yourself broke that that's exactly how you'll stay if you're woke um environmentally you guys i still change my environment up a lot but right now i am pretty happy with it, it i got a pool in my yard i have no neighbors it's pretty sweet and there's like two there's a wood burning stove and a fireplace it's it's some sweet digs and we are growing our own food in a certain section of the property like there's a waterfall too but we don't run that just for the sake of utilities and bugs um so physical social environmental spirituals we've kind of already covered a little bit financial we've covered and cognitive okay so guys I have some news we were already partners with this partner in a different way but I was just informed that I am going to be a part of a new coaching network starting uh, in early 2021 and it's basically called the be positive or it's like the positive be authentic coaches corner or something like that and there's really nothing out there for you to google yet except for maybe um, check out my boy Fred Blumenberg this is his platform that he's building and I'm super excited to be a part of it um, he he said that I am one of two people that he's considered and he needs a total of 10 for positive mindset coaches. And I am super excited about that. I think that I've been leaning towards focusing on pain and pounds um, for coaching, but there's so much more science to that than maybe I necessarily want to use all the time. And these simpler like law of attraction based mindset hacks that I have used and 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 being in alignment with purpose okay that's another key to it too like when I got ran over by a truck okay and and Sean got ran over with me I will tell you the differences was that he was already four years dependent on pain pills before our accident together and um, so he continued to be dependent for a year and a half and I I was raised in a half-Asian, half-white household. I know the difference between prescription medication and plant-based medicine, and I was already deeply involved in plant-based medicine, so I didn't suffer any of those consequences. I got home from the hospital, I started my home care routine, and I did my own physical therapy, and I was good to go within three months of the accident, and I started massaging again but it wasn't anywhere near the rate that I was at what I would call the height of my career, um, height of my career thus far, um, just before we got ran over. So 
and so the other difference is the alignment with purpose and perspective. That is, that is a part of mine and Sean's relationship. We are what um, people refer to as twin flames. We come from very similar backgrounds. We have very similar life trajectories, and um, obviously very similar life trajectories going forward. Now that we are choosing to raise a family together. Um, and have an empire together. <laughs> um, so, as a part of being twin flames is our relationship igniting just six weeks before our accident, let me note to you, um, was a trigger for him actually aligning in his life's purpose. I was pretty much aligned with my life purpose um, from the age of six. So, it's a, it's a huge mindset difference, uh, especially for so many people that are going to go through it right now, um, you know, people are waking up. More people are going to be woke than ever before, and some people are going to be broke for the first time. And hopefully they latch on to that information around being woke, such as what I have to offer on the cognitive side of things, with this positive mindset, authenticness, um, alignment with mission, law of attraction. You know, there's... There's 13 laws total that one should be aware of in order to navigate their life in totally their own power and not be subject to other things that are happening around you. You can be responsive to any situation when you have this knowledge under your tool belt. So, thank you so much for listening. I think this video is, or it's not even a video, it's a podcast. Hello. <clears throat> I think this podcast is long enough. Um, I am hoping that you learned something, and happy birthday to me. I will keep doing what I've been doing. Like I said, I've been in alignment since I was six, but I've been actually doing the work since I was probably 18 or so. So we're going to say that I'm curving around nine years of being on this mission and being beyond being selfish and just using my heart in all the right ways and not being victimized by anything, but being empowered to find meaning and purpose with the ultimate mission and everything. So, and that's what I want to help other people do. So hopefully this podcast has reached the right ears. Thank you so much for listening, and I will talk to you soon. Hey, Matters of Thriving community. I just want to give you a special thank you if you are a podcast listener, and that's the only way you're hearing this right now, <laughs> because there are things that you know that Facebook does not know yet, such as baby number four. So I'm nine weeks today, and we're not going to tell Facebook for probably another three weeks, or if we come up with something really clever, um... Before then, then we'll do that. But basically what's stopping us is we'd really like all four children to be in it. Um, and that schedule's a little unpredictable. I'm excited, though. Today we, um, we had what I would call a parenting meeting with a functional medicine doctor. And um, he's declared that it will be a 30-week process to help repair what needs to be repaired or possibly just put in place what was never even put in place for the older kids. You know, I'm seven years younger than Sean and I believe his ex, maybe we're, maybe she's six years older, I don't know. Um, and I came into the picture when Jackson was four and Jaden was seven. 
So, and that was four years ago. So now they are eight and soon to be 11. And, um, yeah, so there's definitely, you know, they were, they were young parents. They were parents at 23. I guess I had Angelina when I was 23, but, um, I'm not perfect as a parent. I'm far from perfect as a parent. I literally just pulled a chair up to a light switch to keep her occupied for 10 minutes and <laughs> she's on to the next task. But so, you know, we know that we all need to grow as parents and, um, yeah, that's where we're at. And this was meeting one and it's going to be a 30 week process. I think that's so interesting considering that there's 31 weeks left in the pregnancy, but I'm actually being told by a lot of people that they take the baby at 39 weeks when you have to have a C-section. So maybe it's actually going to be exactly 30 weeks as well. It's really, really interesting, really fun. We also don't know if we're having a boy or a girl yet. We'll probably figure out a way to find out. Maybe not as early as everyone else finds out, but we'll see what happens. We found out with Angelina. We wanted a girl. This time, we don't know if we want a boy because it would be like giving birth to a new level of masculine as we are still working towards getting our community to have a net worth of three point something billion dollars. That is the goal. It's not for us to be billionaires. It's for our community to be worth three billion dollars for us to all share the wealth and the growth and the impact that we plan on making in the world, at least the people who are already a part of it, um, is exponential in, in what it could do for generations beyond generations. And so while I may not be a perfect parent now, parenting has always been about my vision in um, creating what is now known as Matters of Thriving. I, we give creation, we give birth to everything in this world. Everything that's negative and positive exists because we co-create that. There is a domino effect for everything. Everything is a vibration. We all co-share this vibration as a collective world. So if we can change the way parenting works in the individual and family basis world, and then we can change communities and the way that works, and then the way the world works together as a community, then we've changed a lot. The vaccine conversation, that's been so heavy, especially in the parenting world. But now, due to recent circumstances that shall remain unsaid, um, everyone's on the vaccine train. It's not just our kids who are getting vaccinated, it's adults too. You guys, I, I, I was just re reaffirmed the information yesterday that there's people who get vaccines for their children and two weeks later, their doctor's saying that they all of a sudden have autism. They had no symptoms of autism at all. And then vaccines happen and two weeks later, that's a problem. That's a red flag. We know that there's a trend there, right? So there's a trend with the digestive stuff too. And you can listen to one of my other podcasts about that. Um, but actually, so with Sean right now, you know, we had the parenting meeting and whatever, and we're, we're forever trying to figure out how to get our message out because it, we still don't think it's loud enough. We still don't think that other people know what it is that we're truly trying to accomplish well enough. We think that we could work on our omnipresence big time right now. So I was thinking, we're, and content, content is like what we 
it's not that we don't have it. I, if, if I could strap a camera to my body and show you my whole life, we've got content round the clock. We could be on Gary Vee's level anytime now. <laughs> um, but so the content idea that I pushed for after a parenting meeting was I, I at nine weeks pregnant guys. And, and I just went through a certification again for health and psychology and business and, um, psych, uh, I said psychology already. I just went through another certification guys, and I'm still having to coach myself and there's areas where I'm missing the ball sometimes, guys. I'm just glad that I picked the right guy to be there to catch the ball. He's, this is his fourth time through. Okay, he knows He knows when to say yes. He knows when to say no. He knows when it's an emotional choice. He knows when it's a physical choice. He knows these things, and I'm so grateful for it. Between his own fighting career of cutting and gaining weight and, and whatever, and then, and then watching the weight loss coaching process like he's got it <laughs> but I want him to make content about that process and he's allowed to make it as funny as he wants to and I, I'm not embarrassed there are forces at play here that I do not control at the moment and they're called hormones my best shot at controlling it is being consistent with my CBD fluid dosing but and that's why we have an Instagram page called beyond your hormones but uh, I'm not winning every fight, guys. There was pizza in the house again, and not the gluten-free kind still. Today is still not day one of a 31-day gluten-free sprint that I was just informed yesterday by my personal digestive coach needs to happen. She said, if I ever want to get past my skin problems that I've been dealing with for about a year and a half now, I'm going to have to cut gluten completely. It doesn't matter how many freaking enzymes I take. The enzymes do not help with the neurotoxin ah. portion of it. A neurotoxin goes into your nervous system and turns off that function. So the, the gluten, as a neurotoxin, is going into my system and turning off something that then leads to me having a skin problem. Okay? So if something is getting turned off, an enzyme is not going to come in and turn it back on. The only thing that's going to stop it from turning something off is for it to run out of juice and stop being refed the same juice of the neurotoxins. So, learn from me, okay? <laughs> Cut the gluten out. This is why I'm a coach and not a mentor, okay? A mentor says, I already did it, so you need to do it the way I'm telling you to do it. It doesn't matter what else I'm doing, I just already did it. And a coach says, hey, we're figuring this out together. What do you think? Here's what I think. What do you think about what I think? It, it's, a, it's a lot of powerful questions. Angelina. Baby. This is not... Okay. So we have put some of Angelina's uh, old toys that she doesn't fit into anymore outside. And Sean brought them back in since we're potentially having another baby. No, we are having another baby. We just don't know if it's a girl or a boy. But um, we brought them back in, and Angelina wants to play with them, and she doesn't fit. It's super crazy. So I'm going to go ahead and get into that with her. And you guys go ahead and munch on all that that you just got to learn about. 
and let me know what's going on. Um, mattersofthriving at gmail.com. There's Matters of Thriving Facebook page. There's Matters of Thriving community group. There's Matters of Thriving YouTube page. There's the Beyond Your Hormones Instagram. The I Released Pain and Pounds Instagram. Jasmine Defensor uh, Facebook personal. Or Sean Ronzio Facebook personal. Thank you so much for listening, and we will talk to you soon.